0: Worthy of all of the praise and all of the glory and all the honor in our
1: lives and in the lives of the whole world. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. 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 Just go ahead and praise the Lord. Just go ahead and praise Him, give Him glory, give Him honor tonight. Worthy is the Lamb tonight. If you believe God is worthy tonight, let's just go ahead and give Him a great big clap off and go and Praise God. Jesus. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Praise the Lord! Amen. Amen. Hallelujah! Amen. 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 You may be God is good
0: amen. all the time. Oh, amen. Amen.
1: I like that, Amen, like, man, brother Patrick. I like, that in there all the time. That's amen, the same, brother. Amen, amen. Yes. I was thinking we were talking about, uh, you know, it we going out. I said, man, it probably was a good night for all of them to stay in, since they were so good, good over there sitting down. They may have been good, but whatever. I'm not, you know, I'm not here to try to change up things or whatever the case may be. So. Just here to deliver the message. Amen. Amen. Just the messenger. Amen. So don't slay the messenger, right? Amen. Thank you all for your giving. And uh, we're just happy to be here on our way to a conference. Ignite a fire for the Lord. Amen. Amen. Ignite a fire. You want a fire? Amen. amen and so god is igniting fires now but i know it's going to be so much more at conference and i'm just amen. been praying for the conference i know you've been praying i'm looking forward to it as pastor said you know we all have to be preached to and you know and the thing about it is that i always tell people if you don't like what your pastor is saying or doing pray for them amen because it always helps when you pray for your pastor it always i found that out throughout the years that it always helped to pray for the pastor, because amen. you just have a more of a tender heart to the things of God, amen, amen. it makes yes. a big difference, yes. and I'm thankful that God has caused me to have a tender heart throughout the years, throughout the 30-some years, short years, and they're really short they compare, in comparison to eternity, short years, they've caused me to be tender to the men of God, amen, amen. so amen. praise the Lord, amen. so thank you so much for your giving, and we appreciate the opportunity again tonight. To serve you, I can of my own self do nothing. As Jesus said, we all need them every step of the way. Now I don't know, we didn't mention it, are we taking a break tomorrow or are we having service tomorrow? Because, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm, I'm like, let's keep moving, you know, but it's up to, it's up to you guys. You know, if you all check your temperature, I'm like, let's keep moving. When I was in the world, when I was in the world, let me tell you something, when I was in the world, it didn't matter. Wherever I went, it could be every day of the week doing bad stuff, but guess what? I showed up for work the next morning, six o'clock. Well the high? Not high. Not complaining. Just fall in. <laughs> but whatever, you know, whatever, or whatever you all want to do. But uh, whatever you all want to do. So it's up to you guys. See The pastor make the announcement after church. But amen. Let's so just preach tonight. Let's just preach with the help of the Lord. Uh, Mark chapter nine. Mark chapter nine. I do want to thank you very much for your giving, and it's good to see all of you, especially every one of you. It's good to see you. some amen. of you have been here every single night. And uh, I remember Patrick. He came Wednesday, right? Came Wednesday. He said, "I see you tomorrow." See you, yeah, praise amen. God. And he came last night. Said, "I see you tomorrow." I said, oh, <laughs> praise God. Praise the Lord. Hey, man. I just give God the glory. And then Chris came last night for the first time doing a revival. I met him last time. He said, "I see you tomorrow." Praise the Lord. Praise God. It's good to see men and women to keep the word. Amen. Yes, sir. Yeah, she's been here every night. Amen. Amen, Praise God. And if every you've been night. here every night, you know who you are. Amen. <laughs> I called me calling Spencer Chris. <laughs> I said you just look like a
0: Chris. Is <laughs>
1: your middle name Chris? No. Nope. Uh, I said no. Nope. He said no. Nope. He said all those light skinned he, he said he said all those light skin people look alike or what?
0: All
1: you all those light skinned people look alike or what? Yeah, but good to see. But Spencer's been here also. He made up his mind and said he's going to be here. So Mm -hmm. if we have church tomorrow, he said he'll be here tomorrow. Right, Chris? Right, right. Right, Spencer? (laughs) (laughs) Spencer, not Chris. Amen. So praise God. But whatever, whatever the Lord wants. Amen. Mark chapter 9. Mark chapter 9. And I want to begin reading tonight in verse 23. Verse 23. Jesus said unto him, If thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. And straightway the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe. Help thou my unbelief. When Jesus saw that the people came running together, he rebuked the foul spirit, saying unto him, Thou dumb and deaf spirit, I charge thee, come out of him, and enter no more into him. And the spirit cried and rent rent him sore, And came out of him, and he was as one dead. And so much that many said, he is dead. But Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him up, and he arose. I want to use verse 9 tonight for our text. Jesus said unto him, if thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. God said, on am going to preach on a message entitled, Miracles With and If. Miracles Amen. With and If. Let us pray. Pastor, would you please stand and pray, sir?
0: Lord, we're thankful for the
1: conditional statement
0: of your word. Conditional because it's true. Conditional because it's instructive. And God, conditional, we're thankfully mostly because of the guarantee that if we meet the conditions of your word... God, you're not a man that should lie, and you will keep your side of the promise. Tonight I pray that men and women, Lord, you don't need to change, we need to change. And that we would believe your word just as it is said and receive the blessings, the miracles, the change, or Anything that we have need of, yes, Hallelujah. Conditions in your word, in Jesus'
1: name. Amen, amen. Amen. How many still want to get big, better in God? Amen. Amen. I mean, make. I usually, sometime, time I preach a message. uh, Lord, I want to change. Hmm. I want to change. I want to be different. How many want to be different tonight? Amen. Amen. Miracles, miracle is defined as a mighty and wonderful work. An extraordinary event manifesting divine intervention Mm. in human affairs. You know, miracles were not meant for us to just go on our merry way and forget God. Mm. But to draw us closer to God and cause us to want us to live for God. Mm. It really was meant also to cause us to really hate sin. Mm. Because there's a, a good illustration in the Bible. I preached about the man that was there at the pool for 38 years last night. But when you read on in John chapter 5, verse 14, after you, the man got up and walked away, and the Jews was like, Question, what are you doing walking on the Sabbath? And, and Jesus found the man in the temple. And you know what Jesus said to the man? It was a loving warning. He just said, sin no more. lest something worse come upon you. Mm-hmm. He had healed him. He had healed the man. But he wanted him to realize, just because I healed you, All right. don't go back to living in sin. Amen. You see, some people get healed, amen, and they just want to go back to sin. You know, they got their quick fix. God, if you get me out of this mess, I'll serve you. Then God get them out of that mess and they go back. God doesn't want us to go back. Amen. God wants us to change. You're not going to go to heaven if you don't change. Amen. Okay? You're going to go to hell if you don't change. That's the bottom line. That's the bottom line. If you don't change, you're going to go to hell, including me. I have to want to change. I got to make changes in my life. You know, yes. sometimes we look at church as just a play thing or, you know, it's another service, but it's more than just another service. Yes. It's an opportunity to meet with God and say, God, what were you, as he was sharing about Paul and I used to preach a message. I don't know if I will hear or not. Or maybe, maybe not. Well, Paul said, uh, Lord, what were you having to do? And I have a message. Lord, I say yes to you mm. withholding nothing. Mm. withholding nothing God Mm. I say yes to you because God just said yes to me amen when you
0: died on the cross and when you rose again with all power in your hand you were saying yes to me to help me, to heal me to take me to heaven
1: amen Amen. and so we find here if, the word if, miracles with an if if is defined as on the condition. Or supposition that also with the understanding that. What understanding, preacher? Well, if I do what God tells me to do, then God's gonna bless
0: me.
1: Mm-hmm. Amen. If I do what God tells me to do, because the Bible said, Jesus said, if you love me, keep my commandments. That's what Jesus said. If you love me, keep my commandments. but it's hard. No, it's hard because we don't want to do it. Mm. The Bible says his commandments are not grievous. That's what the Bible says in first John chapter 5, verse 3. It says his commandments are not grievous. The way of the transgressor is hard. Mm. That's what the Bible tells us. We make it hard because we don't want to change. We want to stay the same. We want to, hello, we want to be the same. We want to be rebellious. We want to be stubborn. I ain't changing by nobody. I met my wife when I got saved. I wasn't even part of New Testament Christian church. I wasn't even part of New Testament Christian. I'm going to get to the man in a moment. God, God's the one that helps us. Amen. So Jesus is going to do something in this man's life. All right. It didn't seem like his dad and the disciples could do anything. The disciples couldn't do anything. You know what? The preacher can't do anything, but God can. Yes. But you know, I think about it. But the preacher needs to be able to do something. I say, God, I need to pray. Mm. I need to pray. boy, I got a fast or whatever, because I, I don't want no demons around me. <laughs> Hello. I was over. Matter of fact, I was over. Let me get back to my wife. and I was over with uh, uh, Sister Bigelow's uh, brother back last year, and we had an actual situation where the demon was in this woman. Mm. And she was at the altar. She wanted to be free from that demon. Wow. And we were down there praying. Sister was praying. Brother was praying. And that demon said, I didn't hear it, but Reverend Warren, the sister wanted her, said, you can't have her. And her eyes was rolled back and everything. And I was down there praying. I said, God, you know what? We need the goods. Because no demon should be winning here tonight. Amen. Amen. And we kept praying. They didn't give up. I didn't give up. We kept praying and praying and praying. She calmed down. Mm. The demon had to go. Because mm. when you pray, you pray and 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 you don't give up, you say, Jesus, you're real and no demon belongs in your church, amen? amen. And you can be cast out. And guess what? Sometimes the, 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 the demon of the lust of the flesh need to get out. Amen. I said, the demon of the lust of the flesh needs to get out of our lives. Amen. So, real quick, I, was, uh, I had not been a part of the Testament Christian Church. And I got saved. Got saved in the field. Started going to church. Because I, like, I don't want people to think, well, it's just a New Testament Christian church thing. No. With me, it's a holiness thing from the beginning. Mm. It was a holiness thing when I got saved. I mean, it started on the inside. It started on the inside. i to tell you something. When I got saved, I got rid of all the stuff that was fleshy and showy. Mm. Amen. Because I got saved. Mm. I got delivered. I'm not trying to fold anybody else. But that's what happened to me. No preacher telling me anything. Nothing. Mm. But I called God. I said, God, I want you, I need you. And then he began to just change me. Amen. Inwardly and outwardly. He did it. It was no preacher educated out of me. It was God that got it out of me. Mm. God did it. Mm. Not an organization. And I appreciate New Testament Christian churches of America. Amen. But it was God that did it. And I remember I got changed. I called back and told my wife. I told my honey. And uh, because we grew up in a Baptist background. I said, honey, listen. I want you to get out of those tight-fitting trousers. I want her to stop wearing tight-fitting clothes. I said you, you need to get out of those tight-fitting clothes. Start wearing some modest and nice. You know, she, you know, she, I'm calling her from Germany. You know, just like a typical woman. You know, smiling on the other end, but like you think I'm gonna change? You got another thing coming. <laughs> and really, that was true though, because I found out later. I found out later when I got back to the States, she's still in her tight-fitting bridges because <laughs> I used to love her wearing her tight-fitting bridges. She was <laughs> my girl. <laughs> I didn't care how many guys were looking at her. It's my girl. You can't have my girl. I want her to look good, but you can't have her. Anyway, so, uh, <laughs> so I uh, come to make it so short. She had told her sister-in-law. She said, Tim, you know, it's my name. Tim wants me to start wearing these nice dresses. Nice, modest, whatever, long dresses, whatever. And she said, I'm never going to stop wearing my pants. That's what she said. I'm never going to stop wearing it. That's what she said. And, uh, and she did it. But then she started praying. Then she got saved, which part of the message is miracles Miracles with an if. Your miracles, you can, of course, you can get the demons cast out. And you can get salvation. And you can get the Holy Ghost. The miracles with the if, the Holy Ghost. All right? And then the miracle of revival, which we'll talk about maybe we'll in a moment, but you know what happened? She got saved. She still was swearing. She still was wearing her certain clothes. She got saved. She was saved. She wasn't cursing. She didn't want to party anymore. She didn't want the same thing. But then something happened. She was at home. She had turned off the soap operas, she turned off the worldly music that we used to listen to. She started listening to Christian music. And she started praying and thinking about God. And she said one day as she was praying and thinking about God, Jesus filled her with the Holy Ghost. Words came to her mind that she never heard, and God said, say those words. And so she got filled with the Holy Ghost. So one day, one day, I came home. And I just came home and looked. I said, hmm, she wanted to dress, but I I I didn't want to bring any attention to it. I didn't want to bring any attention. I just kept on going my way. She said, oh, you're not going to say anything? You're not gonna ask me what happened? I said, well, go ahead, tell me what happened. And so she said, after she received the Holy Ghost, she was praying to God. She said, God, I got all these trousers. I got what am I gonna do? She was having a conversation with God. You ought to talk to God, God may speak to you. Mm-hmm. In a real way. I mean, in a real way, not this phony way. Because everything that comes to your mind is not always God. That's right. Amen. I'm telling you that right now. I'm telling you from the spirit. Everything that comes to your mind is not God. That's right. Amen. 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 <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm speaking to as a preacher sometimes. Like, God, you told me. No, God didn't. <laughs> I lying on God like that. Right. But she said, she was talking to God. And she said, the Lord impressed upon her these words. If you want to, you can change those trousers into dresses. And so she took her good trousers, and she made them dresses to wear around the house. I'm not sharing this to cause anybody to start making some, I gotta do this. No, no, no. I'm sharing you the reality of God. Amen. That it's not about just an organization, all right? It's about having your own walk with God. I had my walk with God before I came and God just used New Testament to help me to get me better. Amen. My wife got saved. Amen. She got saved. It wasn't a preacher. The preacher never mentioned anything. I'm mentioning it as a testimony. Okay, so you can use it as a disclaimer or whatever. It's nothing for New Testament. It's from brother love testimony with a woman that I stayed with for 34 years before she passed away. We knew one another. We knew how we used to be, but something happened to us. We changed. Amen. We changed because the Bible Bible says, listen to this. I'm gonna go over here about salvation real quick. I'm gonna go back and go back to this. Let me go over what salvation the Bible says in Romans. Salvation it's a miracle, salvation is a miracle. The baptism of the Holy Ghost is a miracle. Amen. It's a miracle. But listen to this salvation, miracles within if salvation, which is deliverance, that means change, means set free. Romans chapter 10, verse 9 and 10, the Bible says that if thou shalt confess, confess, there you go, if thou shalt confess. On this condition With this understanding If you confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus And shall believe That word believe here Which I'm going to get into probably when I go back It also means to commit Oneself
0: Amen. to him
1: It means you commit And I just said I believe The Bible says the devil believes they tremble. They're not changing They're still the devil But they tremble At the very mention of Jesus <laughs> Amen Destroy relationships and kinship. They gotta go too. When you get saved, listen. It says it goes on. Believe in thy heart that God had raised him from the dead. Listen. Thou shalt be saved. That means deliverance. That means change. Amen. Everything began to want to change in your life, amen. Because the Bible says if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. All things have passed away. Amen. amen. I said, all things are passed away. I used to hang out with the punk rockers. So you're a black guy. You're black. You did when I, I did a lot of stuff when I was a sinner. I used to hang out with the country guys, the country music guys. I mean I was listening to country music. I mean one time went to the the, the, the punk rocking club. Man, it was over there doing that. Whatever. I said, This black girl ain't getting out there on nothing. I said, yeah. I said, Watch y'all do that stuff. But I ain't getting out there. Y'all know Boom, it hit me. Hello. Kinsler was his name. We were buddies. And we went to church. Matter of fact, we went to church together. 19 years of age. 19 years of age. We went to a church service, Hillcrest Baptist Church. Man, that preacher preached, man. It was a predominantly white church. I didn't care. I went with the, my sergeant there. He was supposed to be a deacon. I don't think he was a deacon after what he told me, but he was supposed to be a deacon. I'm saying, you know why he wasn't a deacon? He was looking at pornography just like I was. He wasn't no deacon. Mm-hmm. Hello. But anyway, but I remember, I don't know what that preacher preached, but I went down to that altar mm-hmm. like y'all need to get down to the altar. Yes. Amen. Stop being afraid of getting on your knees. Mm-hmm. I was reading today in the Bible so how they kneel down on the shore with Paul and all the people as Paul was ready to live, kneeling down on their knees. Mm-hmm. It's a sign of submission and yes. humility to God. Yes. Amen. And so, uh, anyway, I went down to the altar and I was crying. I was 19 years of age. I don't know what that preacher preached, but I was under conviction, but not, not enough to get right with God. Mm. Because my friend, so-called sergeant, deacon of the church, came down, put his arms around me. He said, hey, because he saw me crying and weeping. He thought I was going to change, because if I change, I'm going to show him up. Mm. And he put his arms around me. hey, Tim, it's OK. He's kneeling down with me. It's OK. You don't have to stop drinking. Mm. In my mind, I didn't say anything to him. I'm like, well, why am I down here? <laughs> why am I down here? That's one of my biggest hangups. That's my biggest problem. Mm-hmm. I'm drinking and I start looking at pornography. I'm mm-hmm. doing other crazy stuff I shouldn't be doing. So, anyway, we got back up. Kinslow was at the altar. We all went back to the room. And, man, at the room, Wally didn't go to church. This big, tall black fella and everything. Very educated. He had this Jack Jim Bean bottle. And they had chairs all around the room. It almost felt like being in a cult or something. <laughs> we all went back to the barracks, because all of us went to church, except for two of them, Wally and this other guy. I can't remember his name. Uh, but we all went, McCray. And uh, we all just we were really close-knit as workers together in the army. And we were sitting in the room, and it was quiet. And then the bottle started passing. And then the bottle got to me. And what that, what that sergeant, that so-called deacon said, like in my mind, Mm. you don't have to stop drinking. You don't have to stop drinking. So I took a drink and then get saved. Mm. Because when you get saved, you stop drinking. Mm. When you get saved, you stop looking at pornography. Mm. When you get saved, you're going to start looking like a Christian. When you get saved, I said when you get saved, Mm. when you get delivered. Because God's in How believe that? Amen. God has a change. The Bible said, follow peace and holiness without which no man should see the Lord. I don't want to go to hell tonight. I want to go to heaven. I want to be in church for 18 and 19 and 20 years and die and appear and go to hell. I want to be right with God. Amen.
0: And church, it's time to believe. Amen. Believe. Jesus said that dog can't believe. Say, Lord, I do believe, but help me.
1: The struggle is real, and he will help it's salvation, Holy Ghost power. If you need the Holy Ghost, amen. The same thing for the Holy Ghost. Because we got to repent, amen. Jesus said, "It's the time is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. Jesus said this, Mark chapter 1, verse 15. He said, the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. He said, repent ye and believe the gospel. Believe it, receive it, amen. And commit yourself to what you've heard, amen. amen. Repent means to think differently. That's what it means. Morally speaking, to change, make a confession with a sorrowful heart. Mm-hmm. the Bible says in 1 John chapter 1, verse 9, if, there's that if, that if, if, 1 John chapter 1, verse 9, if we confess our sins. He's faithful and just, hello, to forgive us our sins, he doesn't stop there, and to cleanse us. Like he was talking about those leprosy men. I do have a message about that of our preacher. Those leprosy, they were cleansed. He's able to cleanse us from all, listen, all unrighteousness. That's the Bible. That's what the Bible says. So it's a miracle within him. If you believe, amen, if you confess your sins, you're going to have a change. If you're thirsty tonight, Jesus said this about the Holy Ghost. John chapter 14. John chapter 14. Listen, verse 14 and 15. I mean, 14 and 15, real quick. He said, If ye shall ask anything in my name, he said, If, a miracle with an if. If ye shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. He said, If ye love me, keep my commandments. Verse 16, because this is all coming about the Holy Ghost. He said, And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever. Hallelujah. He said, I'm going to give you somebody. it on me as the scripture If of revival. We need revival. I'm going to finish up with the man, but I don't want to go to revival. We've been praying for a revival, and we got to keep praying for revival. Amen. The Bible says in Psalms 11, verse 3, if the foundations be destroyed, mm. what can the righteous do? You know, the foundations, the Hebrew meaning is a basis that is either political or moral support in other words, if the principles for which we stand upon are destroyed, what can we do? Mm. Well God gives us a prescription. God gives us the answer. Say God gives us the answer. You can find all the answers in the mm. Word of God. Mm. Yes. What's the answer, preacher? Second, Cor- Second Chronicles chapter seven, mm. verse fourteen. God says this. If my people would you call by my name, my name. Because the Bible says, let everyone that named the Christ, that named the name of the Christ, depart from iniquity. Because the foundation of the Lord stands sure; He knows who belongs to him. Mm-hmm. And I, I believe all of us here, we've all called on the name of the Lord. We may be different. We may be different in our growth where we add in God. And don't be discouraged. Amen. Because we're all growing. I said, we're all growing. Amen. Every one of us, we are all growing. And we've confessed Christ. But there's times you've got to go a little bit deeper. Yes. Amen. You can't wait. Well, I gotta wait for the feeling. Don't wait for the feeling. Just mm-hmm. go deeper. Mm-hmm. Amen. Just like dive on in. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't know how to swim, like I don't know how to swim. Just dive on in. Amen. Amen. Somebody save Amen. <laughs> will save you. Amen. Jesus will save you. Amen. <laughs> Jesus will. But he said if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and hmm. be proud. God resists the proud, hmm. but He gives grace to the humble. The Bible said, humble yourself in the mighty hand of God And he will lift you up yeah, Humble yourself lower yourself and realize God has nothing And I need you to help me If you humble yourself before God And then he said, pray hmm. Pray Jesus said this, that men ought to always pray And not to faint Always pray A S A P. A S E P. Always say a prayer Always say a prayer. My people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray. Mm. And then he said, and seek my face. Seek my face. And then he said, and turn from the wicked ways. Mm. He said, then will I hear from heaven. And you know, there's something about when you just say, God, God help me. You start praying and God began to show you yourself. You begin to say, God, search my heart. I want, I want to be tender. I want to be tender to you, tender to the word, tender to the preaching. And God, I don't want to get an attitude. I don't mean, I want to walk out of church with an attitude. God, if you're speaking to me, I want to change. And that's the way we've got to have that attitude. Amen? That's why I like the little saying, ASAP. Always say a prayer. There's something about when you say a prayer. You no, know, just a little prayer. Just a little talk with God. Just seem to make everything all right. Amen. Amen. Just began to talk to God. He said, then I hear from heaven. He said... Then I'll forgive their sins. Then I will heal the land. We want revival. It's been shared. They said revival is birth. And sustain in a place of prayer. Revival is big birth and sustained in a place of prayer. When we study the life of Jesus, what kind of man was Jesus? He was a man of prayer. Amen. That's why he was a man of action. Yes, he was a man of the word, but when you read about it, he was a man of prayer. His disciples found him praying. Press, spread right out how Jesus said, Go into your closet, go into that private place right. of yours, put aside the phones, put aside this and that, and take some time. And pray and talk to God and watch God do some miracles. I many want a miracle, I want a miracle, amen. And we all need a miracle, amen. And so, to close it out, the man, so you can get ready to come on up. This man right here, he was controlled, is by actually his son. Was controlled by the devil. He was really, one person said maybe he had a, a case of. Epilepsy. I don't know. Mm. But the way you look at the condition, foaming <laughs> and falling, in, falling in, and even Jesus said, How long has this been going on? He said, Even as a child. Mm. But one thing Jesus said, he, the man said, I brought him to your disciples. But they could do nothing, mm. they couldn't get the demon out. Mm. That always speaks to me. Mm. I said, Oh God, I don't want anybody to invite him. bring that situation or the demon or anything. I said, God, help me. Amen. Help us. And it's really not just for the preacher, but for all of us. Amen. For every one of us. God wants us all to have that power. The way you have on the job, somebody may have a need. It may come to you and say, Will you pray with me? Pray for me. And you can oh, pray with that person. And God can do something in their life. And, and so Jesus said, How long should I suffer you? Oh, you faithless, that means disbelieving, untrustworthy generation. He said, bring them to me. And I think about that. That's our goal tonight, church. That's our goal. Our goal is to bring people. It seem like this situation is so bad. And it's helpless and hopeless. Jesus said, bring them to me. And Jesus needs us to bring them to him. Mm. We can't fix up, but he can. Amen. Mm. I can't clean you up, but he can. Amen. Amen. And so he came, and of course the demon was knocking him down and all these things. And he said, he's been thrown in the fire, and the man, the child, the man he said, Lord, Lord, if you can do anything, if you can do anything, he said, would you please just have compassion on us? Can you have some sympathy? You know, we need to be that way with our family, our children, our friends. God, if you can do anything, and we may hear Jesus say, well, if you want to bear if thou canst believe all things are possible to him that believe it. Because it's not it's not up to God. It's up to him. Because God already knows what he's going to do. But do you believe it? It's not, a, it's, not a, it's, not a, it's not a question whether can God do it. The question is, will we believe it? Will we believe it? But you know what? When I believe this weak, can I faith is week be like a man? He said, Lord, and I like this and there's many times i prayed this way I've prayed this way many times I still do I said Lord I do believe but God help my unbelief I need some help will you help me please and we'll find that the devil may try to destroy and try to do this but when we bring it to Jesus and it's like it's all over they thought the man was dead as he came to Jesus Jesus, the devil knocked him down but guess what it wasn't over yet Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him up. And tonight, that's what God wants to do in our life. He wants to have that faith. That faith that we can speak to the mountain. I mean, I'm not talking about a physical mountain, but whatever mountain in your life, whatever it is, you can speak to that mountain. And say mountain be not removed. In the name of Jesus, whatever that obstacle is. I like how Pastor Kelvin brought that out. Sometimes we think it's a, a, a mountain, a physical mountain. No, that's even you a physical mountain. But sometimes there's mountains in our lives. And we know what they are. Whatever it is, it could be fear. It could be some bitterness or grudge. It could be some sin. Whatever it is, you can speak to it. Yes. And say, mountain, in the name of Jesus, be thou remembered. with your heads bowed and eyes closed, miracles with an if tonight. This is the Pastor Con.
0: And these altars are open don't let me stop you when god's moving god's got something for you to do these altars are open but just listen as wherever you find a place to pray i want you to listen one thing reverend love said he said to believe god is to commit to god and i've had many times of commitment in my life I committed my life to Jesus. I committed my life to the Marine Corps. I committed my life to a wedding, to a marriage. I committed my life to the ministry. You know, one day, I preached some funerals, and you know what preachers say? We commit their soul unto you. We commit this body to the ground. There's a time coming, brethren, when we're going to leave this world. And we need to be committed. Because one day we're going to face Jesus. So tonight, before you even pray, before you ask God to do something in your life, let me share that you need to speak from a commitment to Jesus. God, whatever you want, I'm yours. And then ask God what you will. And God will answer that prayer of faith, that prayer of commitment unto God have you done that lord i commit lord i recommit lord i pastor bigelow recommit 24 hours a day my life my heart my mind my family my resources it all belongs to you god you're the lord you're the lord i'm the servant god be god in everything and then god said speak I'm listening. What wilt thou have me to do? And you know what, God, would do anything. Anything. But tonight, pray. God can do anything. Aren't you ready to drop that? Aren't you ready to drop that addiction? Aren't you ready to just drop it? Don't explain it to God. Just drop it. Say, God, I commit that to you. It's yours, God everything's yours god i need power in that pocket of my life
1: maybe that phone
0: needs power not power from the wall power in your heart over the phone god have your way god speak in a real way speak directly to our hearts god right where we are that you can meet needs right where they are to pray, that name of Jesus is a good start. Jesus. Jesus. The devil's lying right now, but you can say, Jesus, but you failed before. Jesus. But I've already called on God for this. Jesus. One more time. Jesus. And build that stairway up towards heaven. Jesus. 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 The devil's a liar, but God is true. He's the way. He's the life. Oh Lord,
1: Father, father,
0: the God who loves us. Oh!
1: I that chorus.
0: amen. amen. Time, amen. prayed something tonight you believe something tonight from the Lord but we're going to close that prayer on the count of three just with an amen which means so be it you commit it unto the Lord and God will bring it to pass on the count of three and then we're going to be dismissed and you know what yes we're going to we're going to have church tomorrow if there was any confusion and uh, you're invited. If you're in town, let's 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 redeem the time. <laughs> let's have church on Saturday. So, what about next week? I mean, we'll probably make it to next week. But you know what? Some people won't. There's obituaries every day. I need everything I can get from God, Amen. and so do you, and so does your family. Amen. And you know what? Let's 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 ring out, brother. Let's get everything we can from him. Right? He ain't gonna be here next week. But he's going to be here. Well, he will be for Sunday. That's next week. But he's going to be here tomorrow. So let's get him. Let's have him preach. And let's let God do other... I've been having a good time. Amen. God's been dealing with my heart. Amen. And you need that because I'm the pastor. So, And you know what? We need God. We need God. On the count of three, we're just going to say amen and be dismissed. It's been an awesome service. God is so good. God is so good. One, two, three. Amen.